This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. everyone welcome to a special edition of spotlight i'll be sitting right here interviewing two young ladies from the east coast and let's just say that they are making a musical impact right now during the holiday season rini smith has her new christmas ep out and alex worms has just released her new single christmas morning so i'll be sitting down and chatting with these women not only about the holidays but how they're making an impact on the music world today. This is Spotlight. Well, we'd like to give a very special warm welcome to Rini onto Spotlight. And this year has really been a big year for you musically, hasn't it, Rini? It's been tremendous, um, especially coming up the pandemic and being out of work for so long, not really knowing if this year would look more so like the last few years or if it would look like how I'm used to it looking. Um, but, you know, I, I have no complaints. It's been a, an amazing year and super happy with how it's gone thus far. And back to touring. How has it been? And I, you know what? Sure. You were just in Winnipeg with Classified. Like he's, mm -hmm. he's an icon for us Canadians. <sighs> For sure. I mean, such a great opportunity. I, I've known of Classified for years, of course, being from Nova Scotia myself. He's someone who, if you're in the music scene, if you don't know Classified there, I mean, <laughs> it's almost like, where where have you been? But, um, you know, to, to get the call to um, join them out on the road and open for him, you know, it was a great honor for me. And to be able to, you know, just carry on that Nova Scotian legacy of good music and an and amazing culture, you know, it, it was huge. Um, I was a little rusty at the beginning. It's been a long time, but I uh, got back into the swing of things and um, it felt really good. And what were audiences like, Rini? I know it, it, it's been different, we have to admit, yeah. right? For, for everybody. Um, I think being back out there in this type of capacity, you know, where people aren't masked anymore, um, you know, larger number of people are allowed to be in the same same group. I think people were refreshed. Um, you could tell that people missed coming together like that and they missed that live music experience. Mm -hmm. Same with the artists. We, we missed it as well. And I think the special thing about being able to come together is that, you know, we can all find commonality with each other and enjoy the simple things of life, which is, you know, laughter, storytelling and, and fellowship. Um, and it, it's amazing to see how so many different people who don't even know each other can come together and be so unified in a space. It's, it's amazing. Well, and you yourself, as a well-established artist, though, making music now, Rini, and 
really being in control, not only of mm -hmm. your song, but really on who you are and so that you can really represent your true self. How important is that and how hard is it to do everything? Um, it's definitely super hard, but for me, it's always been important for me to be my truest self. Um, I've always tried as best as I can to live by prioritizing things that make me feel happy. Um, like I said, it's easier said than done, but for me, being as true to myself as I can be makes me the happiest. And I want that to reflect in my music, um, you know, so that when people see me on stage and off the stage, it's always the same person, um, and for me, just really trying to take control of that and, and, and really, you know, just kind of press forward because we're in an industry where, you know, certain characters sell. The music can be good. The music can be bad, but the character also sells. Um, and so in a way, you have to sell yourself. Um, and for me, I just want to sell myself as true to myself as I can be. And people respect that. They respect the honesty in, in, in the music and also in my character. And I think that's kind of what is you know, gotten me a lot of success. Um, but it's, it's definitely tough uh, trying to do everything yourself. But I, I think um, by doing that, you learn so much and um, that knowledge is, is, you know, it's going to carry me far just knowing the ins and outs and um, hopefully get some help soon, you know. <laughs> I'm, not opposed, I'm not opposed to other people having their hands and things, but um, it's, it's been great for me in my development, um, both professionally and personally. So, um, you know, and everything, just try to learn from it. Oh, no doubt. And you always have like great mentors and people to fall upon, yeah. and, and including family. I mean, you come from a musical family, so <laughs> it's in your blood. But, you know, how do you take it that next step, right? To, right. to really make it your own? Um, yeah, especially uh, just alluding to what you said, being from a musical family, I've always had people in my ear saying, oh, you should do it this way, you should do it that way. Um, you know, this is what other people are doing. Maybe try that. Um, for me, it, it, it's, it, it can get tricky because you want to take advice and you want to be a person who can listen and, and take constructive criticism, which I, I believe that I am. Um, but also it's kind of, you know, when you have a vision yourself that, that you want to carry forward, sometimes the advice can counteract that. So for me, it's, it's being able to decipher which advice I feel can be conducive to what it is that I want to do as well. Um, and I've like, I, I've had a lot of great mentors, a, a lot of great peers who, who have given me advice over the years, especially when you add a family dynamic to a professional uh, industry, you know, it can be kind of tricky, but, um, you know, it's been nothing but a loving environment for me. My, my family is the reason why I, I even pursued music in the first place. Um, and, you know, it's, it's cool to see how now we can all kind of work together. And sometimes, you know, I bring them out to shows and have them perform with me and it's, it's, you know, really special moments like that, that you, you look at and you're just like, wow, <laughs> they might've known something. They might've been telling me something right. Yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. Oh, but you know, and, and falling on that too, which brings me Christmas, the holiday season, family, and you have a Christmas EP. And you know, it's not, not the, you know, that, hey, it's wonderful. Maybe a little bit like, Wow, a Christmas EP from Rini, but yeah. uh, it's really, really good. And, and it again, you're being true to yourself. A little bit of your personality, obviously, yeah. is you know peeking through in a lot of these songs. But 
How much fun was it doing this? Um, it was a, amazingly fun. Um, you know, I didn't want to, I mean, some of them you could say are, are more classic timeless like pieces, but you know, uh, where you at Santa and also mall Santa, those are songs I just really want to have fun with kind of create stories and, uh, put them to music. Um, and so, you know, I just tried to show my fun side. Anybody who knows me personally knows that I'm one of the biggest jokesters on the planet. I try to find the humor in every situation, no matter how serious it is. Um, can't help it. Sometimes serious things just seem funny to me for some odd reason, but you know, I just wanted to to kind of, you know, just show, I guess, a little bit of versatility in terms of, you know, what it is that I'm talking about. Um, a lot of my songs are are traditionally just, you know, uplifting or or um, energetic in terms of like just making you want to move. So, so with these pieces, I wanted to kind of just put some stories out there and tell them. It was super fun because, you know, I get to make them up and uh, figure out how to work music around them and <laughs> make the lyrics rhyme as, as good as I can. So I know it's a, a fun project. I produced the whole thing um, except for one song and uh, collaborated with a bunch of co-writers. And it was a great, great project to work on. Um, just happy people get to hear it now and um, enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> no. And doing everything, we talked about that, producing now, mm -hmm. is that something that you can see yourself doing more of as you go on? Um, I was actually having this conversation not too long ago. I do love the pr production side of things, um, but my true joy comes from being on the stage. Um, of course, there will be times where it's like, oh, yeah, there's maybe a couple projects that I'll take and be like, sure, I'll, I'll produce a few things. Um, of course, my own music, I'll definitely always be hands-on with, with my own stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and um, my sister, who's an artist as well, um, I do a lot of her production. But other than that, um, I will be honest, I'm not sure how many projects I'll take on uh, <laughs> that aren't directly related to me. It's just production is a whole different field. Um, it takes a lot of hard work, which, you know, I, I'm obviously a, a person who's not afraid to work, but um, I think it would take too much away from the thing that I love to do the most. So, um, yeah, we'll do a little bit, a little bit of production every now and then in the future and uh, hopefully a whole lot of performing. Well, definitely. And, you know, we have to say, too, women need to get more, I guess, hands on and in the production end of it and into the business end of it. And that takes me to mm -hmm. the future, Rini. Uh, do you see yourself, and obviously you have a love for Canada and whatnot, but I mean, artists always have the big dreams, you know, going to yeah. the States, making it big in America. Uh, we see a lot of artists making it big in Europe, too, as right. well. So where do you see yourself fitting in in this huge music world? Um. Well, I'll, I'll start off by saying, um, just because I want to be very transparent and honest, um, I, I never really got into music um, with hopes or dreams of becoming a star or a celebrity or anything like that. The dream was never to be famous. The dream was always to have an outlet where I could kind of just release what I was feeling in, inside. Um, and that's kind of what music was. It was that release and it made me, always made me feel like I'm in a good headspace. Um, and then of course, you know, if people like you, then they're, they talk about you and you get more gigs and then all this stuff happens and then you start to do interviews like this and it's like, okay, this is a thing now. 
Um, so for me, uh, I guess where I am right now, um, I see it as a business as well. So of course it makes me happy, but uh, now I see it as a way where I can provide for myself. So, um, I guess the goal now is, um, you know, to just continue on being able to make a living for myself in, in the industry. For me, if it's being the person out front on the stage, um, singing their heart out, amazing. If that's, you know, success in the production sector, that's amazing for me. Um, if it's, if it's like a side, a side, side man gig where I'm doing background vocals or playing my keyboard for somebody, that's amazing for me. Um, it's never been about, you know, being famous. I think that's probably, I'd probably be the perfect person to be famous because I wouldn't want to be famous. Uh, (laughs) it, it, it would be one of the, it would be one of those kind of things continuously hiding from the paparazzi but yeah you know I I'd love to travel the world I've already already been to um, a few countries so far um and so yeah I I'm a person who just takes it day by day and see see where the train goes pretty much so if that means going over to the yes to the U.S. which I will say I am in Cleveland Ohio right now as we speak oh really wow on the road I am I am so yeah like I said just go wherever the wind takes me and um you know, pretty much just working as hard as I can and um, wherever that leads me, you know, it's, it's where I believe I should be. Uh, well, I, it's just so wonderful, though, to see someone, see their dream come true. And, you know, we talk about role models and you yourself probably, you know, should be a role model <laughs> for other young women out there just to follow. And it's just like follow your dreams but it does take a lot of hard work, but I think more yes. now it takes a lot of mental strength. So for you, Rini, what do you do to keep yourself focused and not get caught up in the whole, right. you know, minutia of everything, social media mm-hmm. and Twitter and TikTok and all of that stuff that can really, you know, wreak havoc on your mental health? Right. Um, it's tough. Uh, I, I will say there are moments where you definitely kind of crack and you have to find your way um, back to a good headspace. But I think the thing that's helped me the most is I, I really have a very solid family who supports me and surrounds me and, and protects me um, all the time. Um, I always travel with my family. Anyone who, who's ever seen me anywhere, I have someone from my family right beside me at all times. Um, and it's super important. It doesn't have to be a family member, even if it's just someone who you trust a lot um, to not just have your back, but to to have you mentally as well, to be able to pick you up in those in those times. It's super important. I know for me, if, if it wasn't for, you know, the support base I have, I could have gotten lost in a lot of things <laughs> for sure. Um, but, you know, that's that's always something that I can fall back on that family base and uh, I grew up, uh, my, my family is very faith-based and, um, you know, just a lot of, a lot of the stuff that I grew up learning, um, a lot of those core, core morals and values, you know, I try to, I try to keep with me and live, you know, live as, as good as I can, um, for the most part, you know, I slip up a lot, but it's, it's all good. Uh, Like I said, it's just, um, having people there to, to kind of pick you up and, um, create a safe space, um, with no judgment and, you know. Every now and then when you need a little kick in the butt, you get a little kick in the butt. Um, but it, it's important just to have people that you trust. And um, sometimes it's hard to find, but 
you know, I'm really fortunate that I have, I have that good support system. Wow. Well, we wish you all of the success in Cleveland, Ohio, and wherever else that you are going to play. And yes, you're going to leave us with a song. Now, I was hoping, yes, that you could play us a song, but, uh, you know, hopefully it's one of your new Christmas ones, and it's just been a real pleasure, and we can hardly wait till you're back here in Winnipeg and traveling all the music festivals, and we get to hear more of your music. Ah, can't wait to come back. Mm -hmm. We had a good time in Winnipeg, actually. We had a very good show there. Awesome. That was great. Yeah. Okay. So I'll let you introduce the song, Rudy. Awesome. All right. So this song is off of my very new Christmas EP, Where You At Santa. This song is called Dear Santa. i mm -hmm. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello to Alex. Alex, welcome to Spotlight. And it's so wonderful to see you. Uh, I would have loved to meet you in person, but hey, you know, this is the new age and what we do, but uh, it's so good to see you virtually, and thank you for doing this interview. And as we're hitting, uh, heading into the holiday season, you have one wonderful song. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. All right, so let's talk more about your music, Alex. Uh, a graduate from Humber, so music, no doubt, is in your blood but uh, you've done a lot though as well as like songwriting but also music for movies and film too as well so it's not just about writing that one pop song or is it for you no um i have loved all different styles of music uh, through my life i started out as a classical pianist and um, you know, in another life, I, I think I would have pursued just being a classical concert pianist and, and doing that. Um, but uh, when I was a teenager, I, through a series of accidents, ended up performing in a musical theater production at the uh, community theater <laughs> in Oshawa. And um, I, from that, I started to love singing and I, I really particularly loved um, in the Broadway music, just how emotional it was, you know, it, it, each song in a, in a show is um, really in there to communicate something about what a character is feeling, and I, I found that really moving. Um, so singing became a, a part of my life at that point, and I was really into theater. Um, at the same time, the, the music in movies, um, I, I would often discover a lot of my favorite songs just overhearing someone at home, like watching something on TV, and I would go, oh, what is that song? Google the lyrics, and I, I discovered a lot of favorite, my favorite music that way. So, um, and today I, I write, like you said, a variety of different things. Um, I've, I have my indie folk singer-songwriter EPs. Um, I've also composed a lot of classical piano solos. Um, I've done a lot of film scoring, as you've mentioned, which I, I got really, really into when I was at Humber. And I, I was in the music program meeting the film students and collaborating that way. And, um, and with my most recent song, Christmas Morning, you know, the, the cool thing about having all of these different, um, influences these different styles of music that I enjoy is that I was able to kind of combine my piano singer songwriter thing uh, with my classical training to come up with a nice string arrangement to create a song that's really just a very personal memento for me and my family and it, it's just a musical representation of what Christmas means to me and to us. Um, 
So yeah, I, I'm really all over the place. Um, but even as I say that, I think there's a common thread of just, you know, whether I'm writing something instrumental or something for my singer songwriter project or something for TV, like it, it's still kind of coming through this, um, this perspective, you know, that I have that is mine, that is very, very much, I think, rooted in emotion and being very sensitive <laughs> and just feeling a lot of things all the time. <laughs> oh, well, well, I mean, when you have that versatility, what inspires you? Because you, yeah, you're, you're spread out so much. Uh, you know, is it life? Is it love? What inspires Alex? All of the above. <laughs> I, it's really zeroing in on, like, as I, as I said, you know, this, this, the, I mean, even as a classical pianist, like, I, I really felt I could, um, each song I, I chose to learn in classical piano or in classical voice really meant something to me. Like there, there are songs that I can feel and um, it's just moments and it might be, you know, a specific thing that I've experienced, but also if it's, you know, in a movie I'm scoring and it's a moment being experienced by another character, it's this um, songwriting you know, writing music, the, the step I took from learning music by other composers to writing for myself was kind of evolved out of journaling when I was maybe 12, 13. Um, and it was just how I reflected on things and, and figured things out. And it, it was really just, um, just journaling and uh, kind of how I got to the bottom of how to feel about different things that were going on in my life. And, um, yeah, it's really about connecting to uh, a moment or a feeling and, and just zooming right in and focusing on, on one thing, um, one idea and making sense of that. And then, you know, shutting out the, the rest of the outside noise and maybe going back to it and picking out another idea from it and writing a new song about that later. So. Uh, just what inspires me. Like, it could be like so many things do inspire me. Um, and I, I think really kind of what it comes down to is that figuring out when I finally land on what is the song about and how do I feel about this, um, mm -hmm. you know, the situation, whether it's a real or a fictional one. Well, too, let's get back to songwriting, scoring for film or a movie, composing music, and then wrapping that all into the whole study of classical music. Uh, I have a dance background and they always say classical dance, ballet is, is the root you know, of all music, and I, or all dance rather, but music I guess is a little different. But from all that you have spent studying, all of the classics, how has that made an impression on you, Alex, on what you like to write about and how you produce your own music I think I think classical is everything I there are certain things I really appreciate in music things like is the story strong um, you know I, I you know are is the arrangement you know well thought out is it not too simple <laughs> You know, I, I, I really, um, I think one thing that classical music has, um, one of many things that it has taught me and, and um, 
you know, created in my own musical taste is, is definitely a, an appreciation for a certain amount of complexity and a certain amount of nuance. Um, and definitely as well, um, as I've said a few times, the emotional value of a song. And I, I, I think um, I was having a conversation with someone a lot recently just about trends that we're seeing in songwriting now where I think um, there's a lot of really clever lyric writing happening, which I think is really cool as long as it doesn't, as long as the song is not 100% based on wit, but there's actually, you know, some substance and some emotion and some meaning behind it. So I, I think, you know, um, this tendency I have to, like, I don't need a lyric in a song to be really, really impacted by it. And I think uh, my classical background really helps kind of decorate the stories that I'm mm -hmm. telling in my music um, so that you almost kind of get it whether the words are in there or not. <laughs> Uh, if that makes sense. No, no, and I, I was curious about that because you just have so much other knowledge than just writing like two or three beats. And like you said, you like it intricate and you like storytelling. Storytelling is interesting. And like you said, the lyrics are getting more interesting. I would rather think that sometimes the lyrics are getting more simple. But I mean, it, I guess the two roads are, are there anyways. For you, Alex, I guess, who do you look up to in this music world that is so huge and vast? Oh, uh, a couple, couple names come to mind. And I'm not sure who to mention first, if I should mention <laughs> Carol King or Sarah Bareilles first, but they are at the top for sure for me. Um, and I also have to mention uh, Sarah Sleen, who's an artist from Toronto, who um, the first time I heard Sarah Sleen's music as a classical piano student, that was when I decided I wanted to also play and sing. Um, because up until that point, nobody who was writing pop music uh, was relatable or you know classically influenced and and Sarah I think the Sarah Sleen is the single biggest influence um, on my music for sure. Wow, no, so mm -hmm. great, so great, and and now you can carve your own pathway, and you too do a lot of the music writing and everything else in between. Uh, we need more young women like yourself involved in music, and classical really. You know, it, it it really hasn't grown that much, and I guess it's only for a certain few. What was it about classical, though, for you, Alex, that you really took a shine to? Well, um, my my dad played piano a lot when I was from when I was an infant, and um, I think I was really struck. <laughs> You know, from uh, from being a baby, listening to this beautiful piano playing and. Um, so I think just having that really early exposure to the piano specifically um, is was kind of where I got started. And I do have memories of being probably three and the piano bench being taller than me and just taking like a good 30 minutes trying to climb this thing. <laughs> And then finally being able to sit on it and then, you know, opening the music book and pretending I knew what to play, what was on the page. Um, 
so i think just kind of seeing and hearing pianos from when i was a kid really just ignited this interest for me and it's never really gone away well i mean it really is so beautiful and you're such a talent and we only can hope that we can hear more of your work and it'll be so exciting whether we see your name on the credits at the end of the movie or we come to your concerts uh it's really the doors are, are so wide open for you. And I do love all the Christmas decorations. So getting towards your new song, Christmas Morning, obviously the holidays, very special time for you and your family. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think it really kind of comes through in the song too. So I, I have a younger brother and um, my family and I growing up had this, you know, a really fun Christmas tradition of just, um, you know, eating breakfast together and opening some gifts and just having the holiday, like some time off to hang out during the holidays where we weren't, you know, at school or at work or whatever. And, you know, my brother and I are, are adults now and we, <laughs> we moved out and, um, I actually, I wrote the first draft of Christmas Morning um, at, in Christmas of 2020, so it was the first COVID Christmas, and um, I had more time on my hands than I usually do during the holidays. As a professional musician, the end of the year is usually uh, very busy, not just with the regular holiday bustle, but also there, there are usually a lot of concerts to play and just a lot of loose ends to tie up at the end of the business year. So it, it usually gets, you know, to be a lot. Um, but Christmas in 2020, you know, most of that bustle, busyness, concerts, we, we did not have. And I, I it just kind of hit me that what I still did have was my family and my bubble at the time. And <laughs> I was still going to be able to do the most important thing that year, which was all of us coming home from, you know, university, from work, from wherever, and um, and spending time together again. And that's what the song is about. And I, I think it, just hearing people reacting to it so far, um, I think a lot of families go through the same kind of thing. And, and then we have this these two weeks at the end of the year every year where we get to reunite and come back and feel a little bit of that magic <laughs> together again. Um, so that that's what inspired this song. Oh, well, and we are heading into that season so shortly and let's hope, fingers crossed, it will be a wonderful Christmas and no issues there. So uh, I believe, Alex, you're gonna play the song for us Thank you for spending this time with us. And everyone, it, this is a beautiful song. Go out and get it. Go and support Alex and all of her adventures. And I'm sure this isn't the last we'll be seeing of each other. So thank you so much, Alex. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Okay. Here she is, Alex, in Christmas Morning. Switch over to my fancy mic over here. All right, this is my new song, Christmas Morning.
close in the air Played a short break Ready by the chimney Imagining the glare Of headlights Rolling down a driveway Sitting by the roaring fire Late on Christmas Eve In the sweater you outgrew last year And handed down to me My heartwarming Christmas spirit showing There's no joy like the feeling When I see you Christmas morning Like little kids who scribble down their lists on construction paper. Hang the tinsel on the tree and climb on Santa's knee at the town square. want to give a very special thank you to Alex that was Christmas morning what a gorgeous song and to my other guest Rini for her new song Dear Santa all the best for the holidays to them and their family and to you as well thank you for watching spotlight for this year and may 2023 be even better 
Thanks for watching Spotlight, and we'll see you next time right here on Hue. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.